I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, hello, it's Jeff Winder here, and you're watching the Battle Fever podcast. Sorry, jumped on before, is there? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Battle Fever podcast. My name's Scott Gray, I'm your host, and this evening we are joined by podcast regulars and a special guest who was my very first guest, believe it or not on this podcast way back in May last year um, when we were in the midst of, well, we still are in the midst, in fact, we're probably deeper in the shit now, to be honest, than what we were then. Um, but not to bring everybody down, first of all, Potsies, how are you doing, mate? I'm all right, how are you doing, mate? I'm all right, how's you? Long time, right. no, long time no see, we'll be talking the, talking the WhatsApp chat every day, but you know what I mean, I've, I've missed... I missed that smile, you know. I mean, that'd be plenty of eye, the, the, the cheeky <laughs> laugh. The, the, but I, I don't understand anything else. So. That, that's 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 the smile and the laugh, and and the glint in the eye when the Rangers are close to something historic. Do you know what I mean? Something and historic. The and, the, and the fact you can wind somebody in your house up. Also, Davey just was saying a long time no see before we go into the other guys, right? See going live there and then hitting the. The theme tune and stuff, I had a total mind blank. I was like, fuck, what did I do here? How did I do this again? How did I work this again? I was, I was, actually, I was actually signaling you to say, do you want me to do it? <laughs> do you want me to do it? I know, <laughs> I want me to take over. That's weird. Um, we've got Jeep back with us as well this week, which we're delighted about. Jeep, how are we doing, mate? 
Good, mate. All good. Can't wait to talk about the jails as usual. Good, mate. I was admiring the pictures in your background there. Love yes. it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, courtesy of uh, Blue Room Art. Well, no courtesy, I bought them, but I <laughs> they delivered them. Collie, <laughs> And back by popular demand, because everybody asks us every single week, where's Callum? Where's Callum? Where's Callum? Now, the rest of are here most weeks, if no every week, you know, in Paul's case. <laughs> You know what I mean? And nobody asks where we are when we're not here. No, I'm gutted the whole one thing. You know, I had a dedication and what do I get? Fuck, it's him again. It's him again. It's him again. <laughs> Callum, how are we doing? Very good. Every time I come on, I say, well, we're going to make it more regular. But this time, I promise. We're coming on more regular. But I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to be back on. Plenty to speak about. Good, mate. Good. I'd like to have you back. And as I said, the special guest, we've lost a wee bit of visual with, with this man tonight, uh, due to some camera issues and stuff like that. But we've got him in audio, which is I'm delighted about because he is a terrific guest and he was our very first guest. So, Jeff, how are we doing? I'm not too bad. To be quite honest, you're better off not seeing my ugly mug. So, <laughs> I've been saying the same for years. He's <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We'll, we'll We'll stick, we'll stick with Jeff and see if we can see if we can sort it. He might need to go on his phone maybe, because um, we were having issues earlier when we were doing a wee trial with the computer. So he might go on his phone. I'll give him a text mm. and see. Anyway, it's been a hell of a few weeks since we were last on. Mm. Obviously, I had to cut in my apologies for cancelling the show last week because I wasn't well. It wasn't any other boys. It was myself who was laying there flipping, thinking he was in the, the road out. That's maybe a bit strong, actually. I wasn't thinking I was in the road out. I just didn't feel well. Um, and But we're back fighting for it this week. We're back fighting for it this week. And I'm delighted that we're all back. You know, Snagsy had to pull out last minute, which I'm gutted about. Um, the man works hard. Uh, and Baz is obviously working away at the, at the present moment. So we'll get Baz. I think it's back next week. There's Jeff back. So you're stuck with us. So you're stuck with us. So yeah, hey. there he is. There hey. there. Maybe not. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello. Hello. How are you I've got you on my phone. I've got you on the computer. God knows what's happening. I think hey, you need to turn the computer. No, you don't know. I'm going to kick you at the computer one and we'll keep you on the phone one. All right. Ah, for fucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we've still got you. We've still got the you. joys of we're live still social media. Brilliant, I love this. <laughs> Sorry, um, guys, he didn't say, he didn't say Joby, so we're all right. Uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He, 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 he can retain his playlist for next week. It's okay. No, we're okay with that. No excrement was mentioned. No, no, exactly, exactly. Um... We'll go to the viewers actually and see how they're doing because there's a few of them building up there. There's Jeff back now. Um, Maggie, how are we doing? Bring on the bears, love it. Um, oh, Maggie, you, answer, Jib, you answered this question off here, but we'll answer it on here, mate. What are you thinking? Pepsi Max, Pepsi Max. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kick Jib out, okay? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Mitchell, six wins all the time. That's true, mate. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Six, six wins for it until 55. 100%. Yep. I cannot wait. Oh. I cannot wait. Is anybody Fritch still really nervous? I was, I mean, St. Johnston, I was really nervous last night. 
<laughs> no, I can't. I think the nerves have disappeared. I think it's more just impatient. No. <laughs> slight, slight apprehension, I think, is more the thing. I mean, it's just not fucking it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think I think as Rangers fans were kind of scarred. Um, but no, I think I think we're pretty much home and dry now. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's over to the fat lady things, but we're, as I said before, she's warming up in the wings. You can hear her doing her old vocal exercises. She's warming up, doing the wingy, wingy, wing, wing. Uh, we're going to go to Jeff and find out how. Jeff, what's your thoughts on the Rangers this year? Well, you can't complain, can you? I mean, Rangers fans are a different class. The win, and they still complain. I mean, unbeaten, <laughs> unbeaten in the league. We don't concede goals, and the, honestly, you want to come down to England and support Middlesbrough, where a, a goal is something I've night out for. But if Rangers don't win six 0 every week, it's a disaster. <laughs> Jeff, and the, the important point here, mate, is as well, and as Fridge puts it right, he said, "My two wee dudes are going to have a hugely memorable day very soon." Finally, we won't have a generation who've never seen that trophy in its rightful place. Fifty-five is on route. And that's the thing. We're all obviously well, maybe no Callum, right? But the rest is <laughs> have all seen very successful Rangers teams throughout the years. And this one is up there, by the way, because some of the football they play, Jeff. I mean, obviously you are doing south, you're watching Middlesbrough a lot as well. Compared to the, the standard in the championship, where would you put Rangers, the new currently, current squad and the football that we're playing? It's very, very difficult, you know, on the day. At Ibrox, you know, the crowd in. Can anybody, any of you old enough to remember when there used to be crowds in at football matches? Oh, I was, you know, I was on the terraces. I was, I was, I was on that. I was, was just I was, a young I, lad. I was at Ibrox before it was regenerated. I was on the old terrace slopes. <laughs> Obviously, this um, you're, you're a lot younger looking at this screen. Is pretending you are to me. Uh, oh, to be quite, yeah, yeah. you're that charmer, Jeff. I love you. I'll buy, I'll buy you a beer in the Urban Hotel next time I see you. Uh, I'd love the for anyone to buy me a beer, to be quite honest. But, um, no, I mean, dead. that's the thing. The, I'll be, it's dead easy to come on here and be really, really say nice things and buy in friends, but sometimes you've got to be honest. And down in England, for years and years and years, everybody hated Manchester United. Then they hated Arsenal. Then they hated Chelsea. Then they hated Liverpool. And now they hate Man City. The common denominator is everybody doesn't like teams that are successful. But down here, I've quoted about five or six different teams there that have had their top place in dominance, you know, over the past 20 odd years. In Scotland, there's only two teams ever likely to be dominant, though one of them at the moment is doing its best to finish third or fourth, just to give uh, Aberdeen a chance. Um, but if you're used to following a team that wins every week, it becomes, you know, I mean, when we were down in the third division, second division, Everybody thought Rangers have got a divine right to win every game 6-0, 10-0, you know, against Breakin, against Arbroath, etc. Reality, it doesn't happen that way. Certainly when we were in the lower divisions, people were just trying to kick us off the pitch. Nowadays, you know, halfway through this season, we're not 
winning as comfortably as we were just before Christmas. But teams, it's every team's cup final when they play Rangers. And some teams are playing very, very well. St. Johnson played well last night. Yeah. Um, you've got to give credit where credit's due. You know, Livingston played really well against us. Hibbs played well against us. We haven't got a divine right to every game. Um, but, I mean, if you were a football fan of any other team in the world and you had Rangers' record this season, you'd be happy. You wouldn't be complaining. But um, some Rangers fans, you know, they wouldn't have been happy with last night because we only won 1-0. I was happy with three points sent off. <laughs> you're right, you're right, Jeff. You're, you're right. 1-0. Listen, Walter Smith used to win title after title with 1-0 wins at Ibrox and the way home in... You know, that's 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 what we're built to win. We're not built to always play swashbuckling, free-flowing football. doesn't work like that, I'm afraid. What it, what it does, what it does win. And there's 11 players on the pitch that have got, you know, a right to ask Johnson last night to try and stop you winning. And, you know, sometimes the tactics... Clubs have sat down and they've watched the way we were bombing down either flank, and they've they've set the stall to uh, nullify that. And you know yeah. that's fair play. That that's what they should do. You know, I mean, win six nil every week. Gosh, you're going to be happy. But you know, when you've got to actually work to win, and the fact that Rangers are winning games scruffy, you know, they're winning, doing the hard jobs and doing the dirty work. That's brilliant because you know if, if you can win when you're not firing at hundred percent, God knows what happens when you do. You know, really form and and everyone's firing in the right direction. Gee, but it's more satisfying. Me. Hmm. I wouldn't no. swap the results Gee, for this season. No, no chance. Gee, but it's more satisfying, mate, when you go through a game and well, I find it anyway. If it's been a tough game and you see the side <coughs> dig in and. I mean, like yesterday, you know, you seen McGregor say, you mentioned it in Twitter, McGregor's save is just stunning, you know, and it keeps it 1-0. Yeah. And really after that, Rangers didn't really think, and that's got to be what we, what we look for. Yeah, I think um, that's for me, that's the biggest positive for this season compared to last season's, is the fact that when we're not quite on it, we're still grinding out the results. I was delighted last night, like I said, I was really nervous before the game. I'm, I'm just feeling like that. I think I'll feel like that the now until things are mathematically guaranteed. Um, I'll just be really anxious with the games, but I mean, you know what it's like, especially, I, 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 sometimes I find it tougher at Ibrox, teams sit in, uh, they make yeah. it really difficult to play against them, as much as we should have maybe been one or two up uh, by half time with some of the chances that we had, we weren't, and it was just a, it's just about getting that, that one goal sometimes and grinding it out and then defending it. Um, I was yep. quite happy with Gerard's subs. He took he took off an attacking-minded player and put Kamara on. I thought that was sensible. I thought there was no need to go and try and press for a second goal. It was more important that we didn't concede. Um, I, I've, I've been really impressed because I, I posted a tweet a few weeks ago. I can't even remember exactly how many it is now, but I think after, it was either after we beat Celtic or, or Aberdeen. I think that was our maybe our sixth or seventh game this season that we've won by a single goal in the league. Um, which is really, really impressive. They're, they're the games that win your leagues, you know, when the games that you're not quite on it, but you manage to get the goal and, and hold on to it. They're the games that, that get you over the line. I think so. Callum, we would never have won that game last year. That's a fact. 
No, that is a fact. And for those of you who remember last year, this is I, I was saying this every week, you know, I would rather win one nil than and play a bit scruffy than draw nil nil and play amazing football. And it's that's the biggest difference for us this season. It's it's just great to watch because obviously some some of us want to want to play this amazing football that we seem to reserve for European competitions, but it's 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 not like that in Scotland. Most of the games you will play are scruffy. Most of the teams will play that low block, and the fact that we're grinding out these results is it's just a hallmark of champions, isn't it? And it's so good to see that they've they've answered our prayers from last season, both with Stephen Gerrard. He's I think he's matured so well in the last year as a manager in terms of his substitutes and you know his general knowledge of the, the domestic game. And of course, with the players as well. So it's you, you can't complain. Paul, taking it back a wee bit, right? In fact, before we get to that, mate, you had you had the idea for this, right? So, ColtmanStreetWear.co.uk, we have podcast merchandise available, which does not none of the profits come to any us on this podcast. It goes to the Rangers Youth Development Company. If MD hasn't seen it and or hasn't been on the site yet to see it, and I would go on and have a wee look, guys, because some of the stuff is really, really good. Not just the podcast stuff, the rest of the stuff as well. Also, I am led to believe there will be something to commemorate an important title, which is about to be won, um, and hopefully we can all get behind that and make more money for the club, because that's what we all share, the one common goal, mate. And you were the man that said, why don't we put the profits towards RYDC? Aye, I thought it was a great idea. I've been blown and jump it because it's, a, it's something quite, it's quite, it's something that's quite close to my heart because I was one of the sort of when it, when Rangers actually uh, first floated this and put it out there on the internet. This is what we're going to do. What people to sign up to. I was one of the first to get in there. So when I sort of founded members, I got a certificate and all that sort of stuff. So something I still I still contribute to it just now, and so it's, it's something I think I I firmly believe in, and it's it's it's. You start to see it paying dividends when you get Nathan Patterson coming through and stuff like that. So that's everything wins in the pitch. You think I helped do that? I helped do that. And so it's it's quite a it's a it's a good thing. You know what I mean? What we're doing here. You know we 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 don't put the money. It's it's just give, give it to the club. So get in, get some get some merchandise, and let profits go to the club. It's fantastic. And we have a successful Rangers team that doesn't fall asleep at the wheel when we're in front. And that's the important thing because that's happened to clubs in a booze recently. Mm. And it's quite funny to watch them go from disaster to disaster and catastrophes to absolute meltdowns and disasters, you know. So it's great. Um going back slightly, Paul, obviously we've not been on for a while. So pre-match before county, you obviously hosted the pod. We went on and we won that game five nil. No, we played I'm not expecting us to go through a blow by blow account on this year, but we were tremendous that day. Absolutely brilliant that day. Tore them apart. John Hughes was very, very complimentary of mm. Stephen Gerrard and his style of play. Um, that was the that was the, the as Jeff was alluding to the swashbuckling football that we played at the start of the season. And now we've seen the other side is to win and ugly. I think it's more impressive to see our, our team be able to switch back and forth when it's needed. We're not always going to look at the weather last night. It's, it's not always going to be like like county, you know. So I think it's more impressive, mate. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And I think, as I say, it's the old PMA, positive mental attitudes. I think it all boils down to a, a different mentality. What the team this what if, yeah, yeah, no, that's PMS. Um, <laughs> um, it, it just happens to be my initials. Um, so, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a, we've got a different mentality, but it's a completely different angle this season compared to what we've been for the last few seasons. Uh, as 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 you alluded to, we would have lost that match, or we did, at least certainly they drawn it last year. Possibly even lost it with a mental resilience and a toughness about us now. Um, I don't know what Jed and his backroom staff have done um, to the team, uh, but it's absolutely working wonders. And I think an awful lot of it is also down to recruitment. We've recruited very, very well in the summer. We've got people in who can handle the pressure, who understand what it means to play for a big club. And, and those that are coming in as well, the people who have been here before are also instilling that in them as well. People like Tavernier, uh, Defoe. Uh, you know, and it's 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 really worked. We've come on leaps and bounds, and uh, not just style of play. But I think, I think our 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 mental resilience and our ability to grind out results when things aren't quite going your way is the big difference between this season and the previous seasons. Yep, Jeff. Jeff, just as Paul was talking there about Stephen Gerrard and what he's done when we done the first podcast the way back. Obviously, mm-hmm. lockdown had hit, football had stopped. We had stopped in a kind of transitional period uh, under Stephen Gerrard where he was talking about going away and assessing his his own beliefs and his own, you know, what he's what he's doing at the club, etc. How he's going to go forward with it, things like that. We both said about how Gerrard deserved all the time in the world, um, given what he's done at the club, um, you know, with the Europe side of things and stuff like that. How would you assess it now? Obviously, it's easy to say he's top, top of the league by 23 points, everything's great, but it's not just that, Jeff, is it? It's the mentality as well. Yeah, I mean, I smile when people sort of talk about the likes of Steven Gerrard. His pedigree in the game, his experience, he's forgotten more about football than any of us will ever know in our lifetime. He, he came into a new job and he gradually had to chip away and bring the players in. Um, you know, I don't think he's finished yet. You can see, you know, that there's one side saying, well, why have we signed another centre-half? We've got about half a dozen now, but he's trying to gradually improve and gradually build for after this season. You know, after winning 55, he's he's got bigger fish to fry than 55. He wants 56. He wants a treble. He wants success in Europe. You know, and it's going to be a long-term Job. I. Is he gone? I think lost him again. Might be gone. Might be gone. Right. We'll move on to Hibs. And I want to really get Jeff's views on this as well because obviously there was a certain referee in controversy um, against Hibs, and which Alfredo Morelos obviously. Um, Stepped or stamped or stood or whatever you fell. want to say, fell, fell. <laughs> tripped, <laughs> landed on him by accident. Great. Sorry, Jim. I'm going to bring you back in because we're moving on to the Hibs side of things now. And the 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 decision regarding Alfredo Morelos, right? So, whatever way you want to put it, whether it's a stamp or no, um, that's for debate, right? My personal view on it was Alfredo Morelos was lucky, um. To stay on the park, obviously, right? Because I, I do think, especially given it was Clancy, I do think that was probably erring on a red card. And if it was the other way about and it was Porteous on Relos, <laughs> I would want him jailed, never mind red carded, right? Because it's probably because it's Porteous, but however, that's just it. What I don't agree with, and I think you were, if I read it right, you were kind of alluding to this uh, on 
Twitter last night in regards to the roof incident. I don't agree with there being any sort of bias against Rangers for any referee, right? I just believe the standard of refereeing in Scotland at the minute is poor. And yes, they're maybe quick to pull out a card in regards to Morelos. Now, obviously, he wasn't back then. He wasn't last week because if he was, he would have been off during the ninety. Um, I just think, and that might not that might not be popular that people. I don't think Clancy's biased against us. I just think he's a very, very poor. Or there's a poor standard of officiating in Scotland now. Jeebus, am I right in in that that line of thinking as we were getting it last night? I can't remember what. I- uh, posted last night. I posted quite a few things after the football last night. So I can't remember, but uh, my my opinion of it, um, honestly, is that Morelos is um, refereed to a bit of a different standard than everyone else. Um, I've got to be honest. I, I'm no one of these th- people that shouts conspiracy or anything yes. like that. I don't think there is any conspiracy, but it, it just at certain times, um, I feel Morelos is maybe just because of his reputation. Do you know what? Maybe, maybe certain other people would get away with certain things that he doesn't. That's my honest opinion. Jeff, and what a background noise he'd have something. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not going to cut me off again if I say something you don't like, are you? <laughs> no, you froze. <laughs> you froze and, and, and fell away. <laughs> Tell you something, this yard's shite. Get back on the zoom. Jeff, <laughs> 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 what's your thoughts on, on the Morelos incident as a referee, a former referee? I'm not a referee. I'm not a referee. I'm a football fan. I've stopped being a referee 16, 17 years ago. I'm a football fan and I'm a Rangers fan. And I'm going to be controversial now. Morelos, the footballer, wonderful. We missed him last night. We miss him when he's not playing. But Morelos, to me, Stephen Gerrard will have tried thing with him. Forget conspiracy theories. Forget who the referee is. Forget whether there's different rules. Just look at Morelos. Morelos on a football pitch. Shoot, banging his arm into the face of an opponent, stamping on an opponent. We've got away with it twice in the last few weeks in that it hasn't cost us games. But if that's a cup semi-final or a cup final and we go down to 10 men, 10 men we could lose a cup. We're not going to lose the league this year, but that's over and done with. But we could lose a cup final. We could lose a vital match because his in. It doesn't matter about what Scott Brown does, about what someone else does. Let's get our own house in order. And Morelos is a loose cannon on a football pitch. Everything good he does for us, we lose the benefit by some of his stupid antics. And I'm not going to defend him, and I can't defend him. And I'm not talking as a referee, I'm talking as a Rangers fan. I can tell me, if, like... my, if my dad's watching this, I know he's sitting going... Bang on, bang on. I agree. Exact, I totally agree exact, myself. That's exactly what my dad, what my dad says about him. I to, I totally agree myself. He <clears throat> will, he will, and he has cost us in games before when he's not been available for whatever reason due to suspensions or or whatever. Um, he has cost us before, so I understand that. What he does and the and the great side of his game is obviously the goal against Hibs, and 
again, we probably did get away with one there. Uh, but hey, if McGregor, McGregor should be cited as well, no getting away, no getting away for that. But that's is your dad actually watching, Jib? Well, there's my man just commented, so I think so. Love it, absolutely love it, love it. Right, gotta move on. St Johnston last night, obviously, we discussed. Um, (laughs) great goal by Yanis Hadji, outstanding goal by Yanis Hadji. Callum, the way he manages to cut it back to the opposite corner, stunning. Yeah, I said that last night. I said that Yanis Hadji is better with his weak foot than 99% of players in Scotland are with their strong foot. He is one of the most technical players I've seen in quite a long time. Um, And sometimes his play style does him a disservice in Scotland because we're full of hammer throwers. And it's quite often in Europe that he really shines. But no, he's he's a terrific player. And I I was saying to someone at work yesterday, I I still can't quite believe we've managed to get him in these hours because he's just one of those players who... Is just going to get better and better, do you know? So what he brings to the team just now is quite evident. And in three years' time, do you know the ceiling is so high for a player like him? Yeah, it's just one of those players that he doesn't have to do something every two minutes. He doesn't have to pull off a a four. Hard pass on that. Is that a you stopped there, and it's because you went into that corner, the Mojni corner. Get me out it then. It's one of the fall. He's here every week. <laughs> exactly. You've seen the comments. They know him too well. <laughs> Aye, so, no, but brilliant fate for Yanis Hadji. And did we see his tweet today, Paul? Scoring the winner at Ibrox. It's just chills, he says. It gives you chills. <clears throat> He obviously loves pulling on that jersey. I, I, I didn't see his tweet. I've been fucking busy for For fuck's sake. Jim, did you see it, mate? Has anybody no. been known today? No. Okay, I'll read it out to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will read it out to you. I'm sure some of the viewers have seen it. Mm. And it was lovely to see a player talking about us in such glowing terms and talking about our, our stadium oh, like that. Man. I really, really loved it. There it's there. Let me see. My, oh my, that feeling when you score the winner at Ibrooks. Hashtag chills, hashtag jizz. He does, he get, he's one of the ones that's just came in and he, he gets it, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, he just he does, he gets it. And I'm telling you, for all we're talking about Morelos there, the meltdown that's going to happen when he's standing with that trophy. <laughs> and that's just, that's, just, that's just our fans trying to control their emotions. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be, he'll be. Oh, I dread to. Th- and and the party that his missus will throw in the house with all the balloons is going to be epic. Let's. I've, <laughs> I've had to go and buy balloons already just so it gets me nice because I know she's going to fucking buy them all out in the whole west of Scotland. Do you know something? And in all seriousness, just for just before we came on here this evening, my neighbour uh, sent me a message. She said, "Just just to forewarn you, I've taken. I'm going to take three days off work. I'm going to drink solid when we win the league." And I said, "Don't have done the exact same thing." <laughs> Outstanding. I would never do that in case anybody from my employers watching. I would never I'll, be as unprofessional I've, as that. I've, I've been told to take leave. I need. To, I've, I've got. I've got thirty odd days of leave to take before the first of April. So, <laughs> so he'll be fresh for thirty days and thirty nights. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll. I can do a lot. And by the way, if there is, as Barney's alluding to there, if there is going to be someone who scores the goal to win 
the championship. I would love it. To, I'll take it to, to actually clinch it. I would. I would love it to be Alfredo. Barney, there's a you in honour. The Americans have got to. Nice. And I don't know if Jeep's doing his best musical statue impression here, and we've got to play the music or what. But um, it's kind of stuck there, isn't it? It's kind of stuck. I don't know what's going on tonight, lads. For once, it's not me with the old connection issues. Fantastic. Is that <laughs> anyway? What's going on? That's really weird. I don't, I don't no, know. I'm not kicking him out here. I promise. Right, I promise. <laughs> anyway, now we're moving on. Obviously, I, I was delighted with. I think that's Jeep back, and he's new back in the Mojni corner too, so that's quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was delighted with the resilience shown last night because Hamilton <laughs> Aki's on that park, uh, on that pitch come um, Sunday, you know, that plastic pitch that everybody... Hello friends, Baz Bowski here reporting for somewhere in the middle of the sea. Sorry I couldn't be there to join you this evening, but thanks very much to everybody for tuning in to the Battle Fever podcast. So, St. Johnson game last night. Keyword in the first half, sitters. Sitters. We need to learn to convert their chances into goals. Had some good chances in the first half, just didn't put them away. Paul, gonna stop playing with that pen. Know what I mean? Snags, the guy's always playing with that. All right, Jeep. Here's Jeep and Callum. How are you guys doing? I hope you're well. Is that, is that Jeff? Is that Jeff Winter? Jeff, hello there. It's your old pal Baz here. I hope you're well. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast this evening. I think the last time I seen you was in the Swallow Hotel or the, the Urban Hotel. And, uh, aye, it's good, to, it's good to speak to you again. Scott, are you on the gin tonight? Is that a gin I see there? I'm not sure. But, uh, aye, moving on to Hamilton this weekend. Plastic pitch. We know we hate the plastic pitches. Prediction? For the Baz, I'm going 4-0 to the famous Glasgow Rangers. I think we only need 17 points now, 6 wins. But that's if that lot won other games. I can't see that happening. I think title number 55 will be in the bag well before then. So I just want to say everybody, thanks very much for tuning in. Hope you're well. Hope you're looking after each other. Hope you and your family, families are keeping safe. And hopefully the end is in sight. So keep your head up. Keep your shoulders back. Attack the day like a champion. And a wee shout out to the Burkhead, Burkhead Loyal. Hope you guys are well. And hashtag keep the battle fever on. He's creepy with that, by the way. Fucking just interjected. Paul couldn't see it, can you know? Paul, I'll fucking send you that video, mate, right? <laughs> I'll send you that video there. Baz just thought he'd bring a bit of professionalism back because we were all dropping out the connection issues. So Baz is, Baz is in the middle of nowhere and got in the border, which I'm delighted to see Baz. And he'll be back next week on the pod with... That explains everything. That's oh, why Curry. Did you not play that? Was it no you that stuck that one there? No, it was me, mate. I was. It was. It was. But there you go. <laughs> Callum, you're saying Burkett. You're oh, saying I don't know Burkett. what's going on with internet, by the way, guys. That's all right, mate. Don't worry. It's because you're new in the most corners. <laughs> you put 50p in your meter. <laughs> Callum, you're saying Burkhead. That's where you're from. What Baz yes, was talking about there. Is, that's where I went to primary school. What a lovely little town. I miss it Thanks. dearly. 
<laughs> Fantastic. I wanted to just uh, there's a few wee, there's a bit of love um for Baz uh coming in here for a few people and Mark saying credits as well. <laughs> Daniel saying who made the video credits. Listen, Baz Bowski Media Inc. You know what I mean? It's oh. fucking you know, it's it's just mad. You know all it was missing was here's Johnny as he came on to the screen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I wanted to address a comment there that I've seen from Maggie. <coughs> Are you sitting at your dressing table <laughs> drinking baby sham? Yes, indeed I am. And that's what I like today on a Thursday night. Because <laughs> I'm a weirdo. All right, thank you very much for highlighting that and outing me. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, Maggie, what you don't realise and what you told me before she and uh, Callum came on as well, because I questioned this. And I said to him, you know, it's a, it's a new position for him. And he says, yeah, he goes, he finds it more comfortable because he's got his, uh, with him wearing his, his girlfriend's pants, he finds it quite hard to stand. So it's comfortable, more comfortable to sit there drinking baby sham at the dressing table. Less chafing. Less chafing. <laughs> for sake. Where are we going with this? Right, Hamilton Aki's. Gee, before you disappear, face again, Hamilton Aki's, mate. Plastic pitch, we were saying. We don't like the plastic pitch. Do we, we see he's having much, much of an issue? Or maybe a wee jobby on the plastic pitch come, come Sunday. <laughs> I hope not. Um, we won, <laughs> we won, we won quite. Oh, jeez, aye, that god, that commentator, what a fucking. Can <laughs> uh, he sack him for that? Oh, <laughs> oh, but does he think he's on a fucking Rangers podcast or something? You can say whatever you want. Cheap, cheap. All I had today was talk about fucking sticky buns and macheting people and sending them all around the globe, and it'd have been fine. Maybe that would have been all right. Aye, apparently that's okay to do that. Now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yes. No, I don't like I don't like the plastic pitch. However, um, Hamilton. <clears throat> oh, do I jinx anything? But it should be okay. Uh, you would you would hope so. It's pro- probably one of the the grounds that we go to in a season that you you fully expect. Yes. Not to have any hiccups. I don't think Touchwood we've we've had much trouble there over over the years. Even when we were absolute guff, we still managed to go there and get the points. So here's hoping we can continue that on Sunday and make it five wins to go. Five wins, Paul. Do we see anything coming in, in <clears throat> Sunday that, that worries us? Do we? I don't think. Again, I don't like saying this because it's as Jib was it? It sounds as though you're we're being arrogant in some way. But I don't foresee us having any issues. The only thing I can probably see is, is the weather. Have you seen the forecast for the, for the, for the weekend? It is yes. pretty much as it is now. Blowing a gale, uh, sleet and snow, and that, that, that ground is very, very open. The ball could go anywhere, skid off that turf. You, you just never know. It's not just that. I say turf, astro turf. Um, it, it's also, um, it's, it can make it very unpleasant to play on. You risk of injury even more so sliding all over the place in that particular surface. I think I think that's really the only thing I would say. It's just it's a it's going to be a bit a wee bit of a banana skin because of the conditions and the fact that I would say that Hamilton are fighting for their lives right now. They really yeah. are. You know, the bottom of the table. I mean, it's the, the length of the table separates us. They're going to come out all guns blazing because they've got absolutely fuck all to lose. So they're going to have to come at us. So it's that it's they're either going to they're either going to just, they're either going to do something spectacular or they're going to go down in a blaze of glory. And I think it will be a blaze of glory, but we, we will be all right, I think, providing we can 
just keep it level-headed and the conditions don't play too much of a part, I think we'll be okay. Callum, how do you see Sunday panning out? I, I'm inclined to agree with Baz, and I think I'm going to be an arrogant cunt and say that we're going to walk over them. Um, blame <laughs> Callum, everybody, if it goes bang. No, us. Blame no, Callum. I, just, I, I feel like before we can say, oh, the pitch, we can use this, we can use that, I think we are the best team in the country, and I don't think there, there, there is a hiccup. I think the pitch is obviously something that we've been we've been on about for quite a long time with the likes of uh, Kelly and Livingston and whatever else. But do you know what? It's it's not it's not something that we can use anymore. We are head and shoulders the best opposite the best team in the country. So I do I agree with Baz. I'm gonna go five as well. That's that's, that's I'm gonna go four. Fuck it. I mean you're talking Callum, Callum, you're talking about arrogant. I mean there's nothing more arrogant than singing about ten in a row for for the past six years. Do you know what I mean? So we're we're allowed we're allowed to go to a game and say that we're we're expected to win it. Do you know what I mean? It's not we're not quite we're not quite there. So we're allowed to do that. And and then Jim claim that it didn't matter anyway. Aye, I mean, I mean, just who cares? We won a quadruple treble. I mean, that that's that will never be done again. That's that's all that matters. I think you find it. It's not that. It's not that. uh, it's it, it's no the fact that we've been singing about ten in a row for 2012. All we wanted was the quadruple treble. So whatever. <laughs> that that Lincoln Red was beat them two in, in first place anyway. So there you go. I saw a good tweet today, and whoever it was, it's, it's um, honestly, I can't cite the source, but they said that <clears throat> one of them said, "You know, we've just won nine in a row, and you're singing about singing uh, winning one title." And then someone came back and says, "I but it's the title you really wanted." So I thought that was perfect. You know, this one, for as good as it is for us, it also kills them. So it's a double. Look, don't double. there's there's Nate there's I mean they can they can say what they want, right? Let's be honest. And I don't think I don't think I should be saying this at this stage in the season. But if <laughs> if any of them if any of them say that this doesn't matter or uh, we need to have a wee bit of perspective of one nine, look at the dominance. So none of that matters. None of them really care about that. It's just it's it's the old. I'm going to say this to make myself feel better. That's all mm-hmm. it is. They are absolutely gutted. They are sick. They've been so arrogant over the years that they're going to win ten in a row, and they've absolutely fucked it. Along with the fact that we have been unstoppable this season, and they are absolutely gutted. There is no getting away from it. For me, it's their absolute sense of self entitlement. Mm-hmm, and to watch exactly. it, and to, and to watch it all fall apart mm-hmm. in spectacular fashion, and I think the way they've the way a section of their support has conducted themselves, you know, throwing missiles at the players, at the buses, at the cars, um, sharks get launched at them, you know, I mean, all that sort of stuff. It's just been. I, I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a word here that actually sums up. <laughs> Two words: fucking glorious. <laughs> I mean, how can I put it to you? Ruin you. <laughs> Another two words. <laughs> we've, went, we've went there, guys. It's the start we've of February. We've fucking went there. <laughs> Don't fucking burn ourselves out. We've still got to close it. You know, on day or night, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, this will end up. This this clip will end up on that just as Tim's or something like that in May. <laughs> Everything goes wrong with it. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to say something, but I'll save it for after we come off here. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> Scott. Because, because I'm not that stupid. <laughs> There's Scott, all these months, and that's me finally. 
That's me finally found out how to comment. Yes, we are the people 55. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard, Scott. Well done, Scott. Well done. Well done. <laughs> You'll always remember your first comment. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, don't, don't peek too soon. I don't peek too soon, guys. We need to keep it. We just need to keep it building and bubbling. I, you know, you know, regarding the comments and stuff like that, I think, and I've, I've been, I've been seeing it all the time. Until it's mathematically certain, I am not going to count my chickens. I never will. I, I never have done, and I never will do. But at the same time, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're inching closer and closer. Is that, well, then, oh, we're oh, closer. Oh, we're closer. Oh, we. Oh. Eventually, we'll come out with the trophy and go. But, but, but. See the thing for me, right? Is I mean, it's all it's all well and so. I mean, we've watched we've watched every game we've played this season. There's certain games that we've kind of scraped by. I mean, like last night. Last night could have quite easily have finished a draw. Last week at Easter Road could have quite easily finished a draw. Do you know what I mean? But it is like we spoke about it earlier, scraping them out. We're concentrating on what we need today, right? But see, see when you look across the city. I've got to look at them and think to myself, for us to throw this away, we need to have an absolute catastrophic arse claps. Like, unlike anything that you've ever seen before, but they also need to go on this incredible run that they've not been able to do all season, that that the majority of their fans believe that they can do. Do you know what I mean? So it's not even, it's not even, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've dropped points in three games between the start of the season and now. I wouldn't be surprised if that went up. I wouldn't be surprised if we went and drew another, say, four games this season if we clinched the league early. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, sometimes, I mean, you've seen what happened with Liverpool last year. They won the league. They went to City. They get beat 5-0. It was just one of their games. They'd already won the league type thing. But are they really good enough to, to go on an incredible run? They need to win every single game between now and the end of the season if they want any chance. Do you know what I mean? And are they really good enough to do that? I don't think so. I think that the important thing there is that people underestimate the importance of belief. You can say, are they good enough? Have they got the players? Have they got the manager? Have they got the... But they, they don't believe. And if you don't believe as a support, I, I believed that we'd fucking win the league when we came back. Do you know what I mean? If it's not in there, we didn't. But if it's not in there, there's no way you're going to have it on the park. So there, I don't want to say there's no chance. No, we're all the same. But how... How can our total collapse when we're so high? I saw a comment there that says we're all smiling. It's because we fucking deserve to be smiling. How can our collapse when we are so high like this? The players are confident, the coaching staff, the fans. How can that coincide with a complete upshot of their form when they're fucking, they have banners and Twitter posts about their manager? Do you know what I mean? It, it's very unlikely, shall we say. And see, at the end of the day, guys, the stats say we've conceded one goal at home in the league all season, mm, right? We've got a goal difference of plus 60 at the minute, you know, which is how many points in itself when you think about it, right? Mm. Um, you know, 24 wins out of 27 so far in the league alone. That's no taking into account that we're still undefeated in Europe. Yes, we had a blip in the cup. Hey, listen, that's going to happen. It happens. You know, it's happened to Rangers teams in the past. It's a free game. We're only meant to win it. Tough, we move on. The beauty is how they've bounced back. They could have used that. We could have used that as where we downturned. We could have turned and felt sorry for ourselves and went in one of the runs that we went on when we came back through Dubai last year. We didn't. We kept at it. And by the way, our next game was against Motherwell, where we went 1-0 down in six minutes. And mm. they played 5-5 in the goalie and goals. 
Yeah. You know, and we broke them down and we chipped away and we got there. The same at Fur Park. I was disappointed we dropped two points, but you know what pleased me? It did take us a goal down to, to get us a kick in the ass that we needed. But then after that, Rangers were gung-ho. We just kept peppering our goal. We just we never gave up. And that's what it's all about at Rangers. You know every game you're going to win, right? But see if the fans can see when they come away for it. Listen, though, they did. They, they absolutely, you know, they gave it their all there. That's all we can ask for. And you walk away for Rangers for, as a Rangers fan proud that your team and what we've achieved this year pride is certainly a word that I would use um, glorious Paul used as well which well fucking glorious he used and I would agree with that but certainly main for me is pride in the way our manager our coaching staff and our players have went about this this season and let them throw the they weren't any good and, and, and they flung it away stuff you never had it in your hands to fling it away we've been taught since what week three you never ever had it there to throw it away. Rangers have won it, and that's it's, it. End exactly. And I, I was just gonna a final point. I don't want to talk about them because I think we've done, done that to death. No. Do you know what I mean? But what I will say is they are under the impression that they've threw it away. You know, all this or coronavirus or masonic conspiracies and all that sort of nonsense. No. Since we beat them first match at their, at their place. They've barely won a match. They have lost. Collapsed. They have drawn. They have collapsed. They, they all their complete sense of belief went from them. They and we and we just kicked on. And also the fact that then they had matches postponed um, for various reasons, like like their players were away and, and you know traveled abroad and the matches. We just kept on winning. We kept on winning, and the more we kept on winning, the more they kept on drawing and losing, pulling further and further away. And the psychological damage that is done. That's that's nothing to do with them collapsing. That's all about us being absolutely fucking relentless. I uh, I agree with Paul in the sense that I certainly don't want to spend all my night talking about them. But the one thing I I would like to end on anyway for that is that I saw a comment today that was um, someone saying someone from the other side saying that Stephen Gerrard was terrible pre-COVID and that he's used the situation to his advantage. Because I think some people seem to think that this this little thing called coronavirus has only affected one team in Scotland. Now it may have had a bigger a bigger effect on one team than any other, but that's not by chance and that's not because they were picked, it's because they fucked off to Dubai. So their lack of professionalism has shagged themselves. They can't they don't have anyone else to blame. They can't blame a pandemic as if they they'll blame the pandemic. They'll blame what colour <laughs> paint I have on my windows but the <laughs> fact is that we're a better team we're managed better, we're run better What I would say is see before you go see before you, you, you go in there Jeep, I've got somebody there on Twitter who wanted to give a wee shout out to his two year old daughter Lily May who loves the Mighty Rangers and has been shouting 55 and coming to her brother who supports the other side I know lads, disappointing but I've tried, lol Lily May, you keep it going pal two year old, you're witnessing history you look back and DVDs at this. Keep going. Sorry, Jeep. Can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> what I do think, and I don't want to be negative here, right, but what I do think is we have to look at them, and I know we don't want to, but we have to look at them and see the clusterfuck that they've created for themselves, right? Now, it can quite easily happen in the midst of a pandemic, and it can also quite easily happen if you fall asleep at the wheel, as they put it, which they have done, right? Recruitment's been poor for them. It's been great for us. 
that's why when you have signings like Jack Simpson, Scott Wright, maybe no players that we would have picked out and gone, well, that's a, that's a player for Rangers, right? Maybe some did, I don't know. I certainly have not seen any of Scott Wright or Jack Simpson to say that they'd be a Rangers player. But there's a level of trust with Ross Wilson and there's a level of trust with Steven Gerrard that you accept that, you, you go right there, we'll give them all the backing that they need. No, give them a chance, exactly. Give them a chance. I trust, I trust the management. They've very, I mean... Since Gerrard's came in, he's made more good signings than bad. Some of these signings have been phenomenal. Do you know what I mean? People... people... <laughs> For those who don't understand what that means, they used to be the dancers on the top of the pops in the 70s and 80s. And what my point here was, Billy Kay, you obviously are a certain generation like myself, I would like you to articulate your point here through the medium of dance and send that video <laughs> to the, the podcast account. <laughs> Oh dear. I've, also, I've, so I've remembered what I was going to say and this will be the last thing I say on it as well and then we'll, we'll get back on to talking is I find it absolutely astonishing um, that somebody can come out and say that uh, that they've been they've been affected by COVID more so than anyone else when they've made the decisions they have quite honestly I don't think anyone's been affected by COVID any more than Partick Thistle Partick Thistle were forcibly relegated when they were two points behind a team when they had a game in hand on them and they'd already beat them that season that's just yep. credible. That really is. I just, I mean, and, and I don't ha- hold any soft spot for Patrick Thistle. Mm-hmm. It's just, sh- it's shocking. And I still think it was shocking that Hearts were relegated as well. They Because I, I feel that they had a team that they could have went on a bit of a run and got some results against like teams down in that area that they could have, they could have survived. But so to come out and say, I, it's affected us more so than anyone else. Mate, the reason that you had 13 players out was because like what Callum said, it was your decision to go where you went. And and then you yep. start you start you start bringing out we've been affected more. Well, you're going to be if you're going to make daft decisions, and that's the last thing I'll say on it. Except get yep. obvious. <laughs> <laughs> and we we actually we actually home in on that get it up your part right because <laughs> that's 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 important that part. But get see the thing right is though, see, get it right up you. But see the <laughs> thing is though, right? As John Bennett said at the AGM. There's two numbers that matter to Rangers fans this year, number 55 and number 150, obviously, for obvious reasons. We are going into our 150th year as a football club, as champions of this country once again, back in our rightful place where we should be. That trophy's coming back to where it's only ever known as home. And that's down to Steven Gerrard, that's down to the board, that's down to his backroom staff, and it's obviously down to the players here, Taverniers, Goltons, McGregor, Kamara, somebody mentioned Kamara there. There's probably too many to mention, really, when you think about it, who have been nothing but consistently good all season for Rangers, and we have the best squad in the league. Fact now. You can actually say it fact is backed up with stats. Can I 50 say, years, champions again. Can I, can I just say something? I'm hoping that, that all this um, pandemic thing is out the way so that we can truly celebrate the 150th year with a 55th championship title because it'll be amazing to unveil the flag at Ibrox with a full crowd at the start of next season yeah. and then also as a double celebration us lot doing a live pod for all your lovely viewers and listeners yes pished <laughs> we Hulk Hogan <laughs> <laughs> we Hulk Hogan <laughs> no <laughs> He would pull out the viewers. 
No, it's a live podcast. Remember, we're going to be absolutely <laughs> as in with people in the audience. Uh-huh. Uh, That's what I meant. Not this kind of podcast. I meant sorry, sorry. proper live and as as we have discussed, a live show podcast. Sorry, Jeep, miss- would you be up for a live show podcast, mate? Aye, I mean that'll probably not make any sense. I'll be absolutely out of my face, but I'll 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 show, I'll show up. <laughs> what we'll do, Jim? <laughs> what we will do, um, if if you're going to be on the live show podcast, is at the back of the stage we'll have this tiny wee fridge, okay, and an optic on top of it, and then you, you <laughs> can just sneak up, every so often you just get up, walk the chair, walk back, and put your object and come back again. How's that sound? That's good. Well, see, the thing is, I moved my room about. Obviously, you'll probably be able to tell with the background, but my my optic, the new, I'm not touching my optic, so that's is, is dangerous, man. It's just risk. Hang, hang, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeez, can, 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 can you do that again, but raise your left hand when you say I'm touching my optic? Because that's fair. Yeah, you're not that's fair. Okay, yeah. It's just making sure. That's Alan, inappropriate. Funny, that is inappropriate. Funny Alan should say this because I was thinking about this the other day. Will the random computer no just blow up when it has to put us at home for the first game of next season? <laughs> what, I'm just go, hold on, they need to go to Aberdeen or Hibs or Hearts or something. Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> but like, oh, fuck's sake, what's happening? Um, this comment as well is because I had a thought about this before I have my thoughts. Paul, mm. who raises the league flag? Well, traditionally it's the chairman, isn't it? Yes. So, Dougie Park. It's, go- it's going to have to be Douglas Park. Now, whether he gets Mr King involved, that's entirely up to himself. And I think that would be a, a pretty fitting thing, in my opinion. Callum? Yeah, I think King King has to raise a flag. Well, it, do you know what? It's, it's a man that's gone through some shite as... As being at the club that he's at, and it's invariable when you're involved in Rangers in some way. But it's it's a very fitting end to his tenure with us. Um, we we owe him so much, and I think that's a small gesture that shows the gratitude that we've got for him. Yeah, it has to be King. Jib. I would get the person that I feel um, is most responsible for 55. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. <laughs> probably, probably the best signing that we've seen uh, in the tenure, and I would ask Shane Duffy to come in. I was just, I'd, <laughs> yes. I'd written a wild card vote, and I was going to say Shane Duffy. Joking aside, um, do you know, it's, it's a shame. I, I wish I wish Sandy Jordan could have could have oh been there. Oh my god, yeah. But um, I would say Dave King. I think see, we should get Dave King involved. See, see, as a as a kind of out there a wee bit, right? No, a chairman, no, a board member, no, whatever, right? Dave King, I don't disagree, right? Because he's done tremendously. Obviously, the work that he's put in and getting rid of spivs, etc. That goes on the list is endless, right? But see, for me, and Callum touching a point about somebody who's who's done a lot for us and who's deserving of doing that, right? And if Sandy was still alive, he would definitely get my, my vote for that. Somebody else who stuck by the club, helped the club, protected the club to the point where he might have lost his job. For me, I would have Colin Stewart involved somewhere for the RYDC mm. because if it wasn't for guys like Colin, we wouldn't have a football club. There wouldn't have been a football club for Dave King to then go and do what he'd done. 
Um, and I think guys like that should be at the forefront of any sort of celebration. And we've had Colin on the on the pod, and I know Colin probably wouldn't want the publicity of that. And he's a very shy, you know, I'll keep myself in the background and do my job because the way he sees it, he gets paid to do it, and that's his job to do that. However, when somebody is pressuring you to hand over between two and three hundred thousand pounds before they get booted out the door, and you hold on to it, and you hold on to it, and you protect the RYDC. I would, I would, I would love to see Colin Stewart be involved in some capacity, unfurling that flag. So many, isn't there? There's literally yeah, you, could, you could, you could make a case for five or six. You really could. Like, I want I know, Pedro with a dog in a caravan at the side, at the side of the park, and <laughs> all. Just the dog, just the dog, just barking. Dog just barking in the caravan, just keep rolling aimlessly. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. And and he's hanging at the window, waving to crowd as he goes past. As he as he comes in from the court, uh, the Drumland, rows past the main stand, and then all the way back out behind the courtland. That's that'd be a fantastic idea, yeah. Um, no, I think you're, you're quite right with guys like uh, Colin um, and somebody put in the comments, John Gregg, and all that sort of stuff. I'd, I'd mm. they maybe they maybe not. Pull the cord, the flag goes up. I'd let them just stand in there, yeah. just, just, just there at the forefront, you know, because these guys, what they've done for the club, you know, during its darkest days. I'm going to throw a name into the mix that I might get criticised for, but I genuinely don't think we would have we would have a football club if it wasn't for Alan McCoyst. Yeah. I think Alan McCoyst was a big, big part in the survival of Rangers. As much as um, when he left his role as manager, I think everybody wanted it to happen. It was the right thing to happen. His signings were really poor. Etc. I think at the time it was. I mean, let's let's be honest. Ali McCoyst managed Rangers in a in a a time that was just ridiculous. No other Rangers manager has had to deal with the struggles that he had to deal with. Um, there was so much more going on behind the scenes. It's gonna it's gonna play a part in your decision making and stuff like that. Um, so for me, for me, Ali Mc, I, I would like Ali McCoyst to be remembered for what he did when we were demoted into Division 3 and how he, mm. him and Sandy Jarden basically kept the club afloat with people like what you were saying, their constructs and stuff like that. See, the thing is, we Ali, there was only probably one guy who would have managed our club, and I'm talking from a football point of view here, we all would have, obviously, but it was probably only one guy who would have put up with this shit that he did put up with. And yes, in the grand scheme of things, looking back, you would probably say he wasn't the greatest Strangers manager of the old time. But he's our greatest ever goal scorer of the old time. And for that, he deserves a wee bit of respect as well. And I know people are unhappy with other issues like contracts and what he took, etc. And, and that's fine. That's people's opinion. For me personally, the man is a legend. The man is my hero um, growing up. And I would love to see him involved in some way. Um, as much as I shout at him on Sky sometimes, because I think he's we out for a tough time. But still, that's just me and my... Better ways at times towards Rangers and protecting us at all costs. But aye, Alan says, big boy, they stand at the side with a grin. <laughs> and his legs stoning wide apart. His legs are getting wider apart. He's trying to do this splits, man. He's going in there with his high pockets. He's got hands on his high pockets. Fucking nuts, man. Honestly, see when it comes away in that big grin, you just think to yourself, he's fucking at it, man. Love That's it. another funny one, isn't it? Honestly, we've had, to, we've had to endure Sutton and all that other years. and 
people laughing at us watching BT so all the games in BT Sport and literally getting laughed at the the disrespect for pundits towards even when Kishinia was manager when he, he was just I mean Kishinia wasn't given a chance by the media but ah. um, like and that's that's before poor results but he just the disrespect he was showing that and now it's kind of just things are kind of turning a wee bit and we've got somebody that's having a wee bit of ban on that and they just can't hack it they can't no. honestly see see if they went through what we had to go through man honestly they they don't know the half it. Honestly, I guess. It's, it's, quite, it's quite funny because you, you, I don't know about you guys, but I very rarely see Sutton, Hearts and Collymore at all across Twitter these days. They've all, been, they've all been strangely silent. You know what I mean? It's almost as if they're, the wind's been taken from the sails and they suddenly realise, actually, yeah, you are a bunch of fucking cunts. I'll tell you what, I, that's exactly what I was about to say. I think if we, we start to want to run in the league now, the likes of Sutton and co will just disappear into an obscurity where they came from. I think they hate Rangers more than they like Celtic, and that's the biggest difference between Celtic's legends and Rangers' legends because our stick bias, Boydie and McCoyce and the rest of them, they love Rangers to the point where they would die for us, but the other lot just want to stay relevant. Either take the odd kick at us, but now that we're we're back to where we belong, you'll fucking you'll see that disappears. As a as a wise man said, I hope they took their kick back then, because yeah. they're not kicking anymore, guys. And he did nah. say it, he did predict it. We won't be, be there for long. very long. So delighted. That have worked. And, and do you know, do you know I, I was actually watching the video the other day there when Stevie G came out at Ibrooks when he was first announced. Remember all the fans in the main stand and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, I can remember back then, I can remember going, he's at, he's going to stop this. He's going to win 55. That's it. See, now he's on the brink of doing it. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I can admit that now. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon. And again, 55 is a be-all and end-all for us. But I just hope, as Jeff said and as Jeep said a couple of times, He's building for 56 as well now because that's what our attention's turned to um, when the final whistle goes in this season. And I, I just don't know what, what Glasgow and what Scotland and Super Scoreboard, etc. is going to be like when that's actually announced. Is it? Potential, I was just, potential Champions yeah. League qualifiers and stuff like that. It's just, mate, he's never lost a qualification game yet. He's I don't. I. I don't. I genuinely. I mean, I know he says. You know, he gets. I mean, that was. He said he gets it. There's a reason interview he, he done. He said yes, to the old farm actually. I get it. They have no idea. And I mean, even the players, they have no idea what's about to happen. They are going to be written into Rangers folklore. They're going to become absolute fucking legends. And then I know this. Some people are going to go, "What? What are you talking about, Paul? You're talking nonsense." No. After everything that we've been through, this has to be one of the greatest title achievements of our entire history. We've come back from being yeah, yeah. fucking booted right down to the very bottom of the Scottish Leagues. You know, the, the club was almost fucking wiped from existence and, and the rest of Scottish football with the exception of maybe one or two fucking put the boot in and they turned us and they they had they had their boot on our throat. They were trying to fucking murder us. But we fought back, we came back, and then we all know them across the city. They thought, oh, it's just a fucking easy can't in the back. We can get what we want. So they take a couple of seasons back to top flight, and we've absolutely mulled them off the park. We've mulled them off the park, and we've mulled them on the park. We are even that, we gave, we gave them a couple of seasons as well. I mean, right. we, we got promoted, we had two seasons in, and we, we hadn't improved at all, really. No. Um, so even when we came back, we gave them a couple of seasons. So they had... They had like seven, like seven free titles almost. 
there's like seven free goals at it in a sense. Um, where their their biggest challenge was honestly Aberdeen, and I'm talking even the first, like when Warburton and Kashinia had their like their their stints, and uh, in, in the Premier League. I've been I've been watching a lot, a lot of old clips recently, um, and you don't even people who fight things on on Twitter. There was a boy stuck a picture on the day we four years ago today we played Ross County and the team that started. I think Clint Howe as much as Clint Howe. That's exactly what I was going to say. I've just pulled that team up there. We drew Clint, one each, right? The team they knew, Fod, Tav, Senderos, Clint Hill, Lee Wallace, Jason Holt, Emerson Heidman, John Terrell, Kenny Miller, Joey Garner and Barry Mackay. I mean, the difference wow. in four years is incredible. And I'll tell you something, right? I know he's no, he, he's no favourite and all that, but I, I said it for a long, long time that I thought James Tavernier was good enough to play in <laughs> a really good Rangers side. See, he's going he's, he's gonna to lift that title if we go over the line. Right. If we go over the line, he's going to be the one. He's going to be the one that lives that lifts that title. And I'm I'm not even joking. And you can slag me all you want for this. Come back in ten years or whatever. Right, he'll end up in the Hall of Fame one day for this. For where he's came for to where he's about to get to, that he was the captain of the team that got us to fifty five in such a short space of time. I mean, quite honestly, I genuinely think we've had three years to win it. Realistically, um, as much as we missed. Promotion once, and then we had two years. We had a two-year go at it when we were just horrendous. But realistically, I think we've had three main attempts, possibly only two. Depends how, how you look at it, right? But I just, I just, I don't. Alan, it was Alan McCoy that said a few weeks ago as well, like what you were just saying there, Scott. I don't think people like Gerard not actually understand the impact this is going to have. Like this, this one will go down in history, and James yep. Tavernier is going to be the captain that went for the championship. That went for getting absolutely slaughtered at Ibrooks half our biggest rivals, 5 1, 5 0, whatever, getting slaughtered at Parkhead, and he was getting slaughtered at Hamden even, and he just he stuck by it and he kept going. And and I just think I just think when he stands there and he lifts up that trophy, honestly, man, it just it, it would just be incredible. There'll be, there'll be nobody more deserving, Jeep. There'll be nobody more deserving. There's than, no than there's no better way to be wrong because if you think about the fucking pelters, James Tavernier, above anybody else in that team has gotten, who thought, and this is a way to weed out who speaks shite, who would have thought when you saw that picture of James Tavernier signing for Rangers, he, in five years' time, is going to be our captain that lifts 55? You you wouldn't have thought that. Because the way it was back then, quite a lot of people wanted him out, quite a lot of people stuck the boot in. And I used to say, a thing I used to say is, I just wish we had a bit of bottle about us. Do you know in the games that we drew 1-1 to Ross County, etc., I've never seen a player with more bottle in a long time than James Tavernier. Just to come from where he has come from, it's it's unbelievable. He's matured as well though. Like yeah. if you look at his if you look at if you look at his attitude, I mean he was made captain and I, I didn't quite agree with the fact that he was made captain. I, I think a lot is, didn't he? And he's in like in one one of these situations when you're so happy to be proved wrong. Do you know, like he's he's just the way he's matured as well. I mean, it was a lot of the time he just looked like he was made up for a laugh and a joke, and he was all ah, not. But he looks so focused now on on what we're trying to achieve. I just, I honestly, I, I I just think he deserves it so much. Like you were saying, there's nobody more deserving. It's it's magic. I, think, I, thought, I thought he was mentally scared by the way the amount of beatings we took after him. You know, I thought that it's maybe and he's he, no, he's gone. In the heat, he's gone. You know, um, and that's maybe. 
maybe it was the end for him. But do you know what? As you've as all said, I've never been as delighted to be proved wrong mm. in all my life. And there isn't any MD mayor deserving a lift in that title. And I'm just delighted he's captain today as well because he deserves that honour to his consistency. I'll do that like that last time. The point is, Calvin's got it in the comments. He says, We've lured them into a false sense of security. And I think this is a big point. I think for years, I'm sure you'll remember that we were. We were told that we were um, chucking all our eggs in in one basket, and if we didn't stop the ten, that we would end up, you know, busting ourselves, and that we were too focused on stopping the ten. But it's actually turned out to be quite the opposite way about. They've gone that much for the ten, and we've in the, in the background, we've slowly been building up and building up and building up, and now they've put all the eggs in one basket, went for the ten, and we're going for fifty five, fifty six, and beyond. So you just can't. And the way that this club's we've lost Callum now in the opposite end of the Mosny corner. Don't know what's going on tonight, lads. There's some fucking buzz. There's buzz at the controls. Oh, there he's back. Transfer them, yeah. He's back. He's back. He's back. I never left. I don't know what happened. He went all distracted. I don't know what's going on. I tell, you, I tell you what, Scott, I don't know about you, but up, up here, up here where we are, on flag deck, <laughs> on, on, on flag deck where we are, it's great. Down there, you know. Down, down. <laughs> Shabba says that. it's the weather. What's the fucking cold down there? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, see, in terms, see in terms, if you're going to start looking at any kind of a development over the last three seasons... I think I think um in terms of building a team, the most important transfer window was Gerard's first. I think that was the one that he got so right. As much as he made some dud signings and mistakes and if you're wanting examples, uh what was his name? Sadiq, Umar, Sadiq. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Right? Oh god, right. Well, blame Mark anyway. for that. Right. So um but him and obviously Koulibaly didn't really work out in the end as much as when he first came in. We thought, God, he he looks a player and stuff like that. But um it, it, it was the signs that he made that summer. Um and Mark Allen let drew some credit as well. He brought in Arfield. I believe he might have been behind McGregor, but I'm not hundred percent sure of that one. Uh Connor Goldson, Bonabarisic, all these players all came in in that first season, and then in the January window, you go and get Kamara and Davis. It was all about just getting these players together and kind of building a team around it. But I mean, it, obviously, it didn't. It didn't all click into place straight away. And Rangers fans can be so impatient. I was, I was the same myself. Like you, you're wanting it all just to happen like that. And quite honestly, last season I thought, oh, we need mail, we need mail. But but everybody just, we just all started to really gel together. And if you look now, I would say that the team that's the team that's gone on and and winning the league and playing most games are all are all the majority of the players that were there that first season, that first yep. year. Do you know? So it's weird how you can go from there to there with almost the exact same squad, but it, obviously it's about adding to that, and it? it's uh, You're talking about the first 11, but it's then adding to that and and yeah. then building on that, which I think he's just done like incredibly well. Here's a thought, a lot about Kamara, but, uh, Sorry, we've spoken a lot about James Tavernier and his uh, development. For fucking hell, Glenn Kamara. 50 grand. £50,000. <laughs> is that how much it costs? One of the, be- one, that's one of the best that. pieces of business in Scotland I've ever seen. Pound for pound, what he's going to go for is frightening. When he goes, oh, it's scary, you know. Um, what do you crazy, mean go crazy for? Who's going? <laughs> don't, don't talk about that. 
<laughs> but anyway, did anybody realize? Did anybody realize how quick he was? What is it? Just the past the past few weeks, I've actually just Hubs realized came. the bust up, but that bust up pace against Jesus Hubs, Christ Almighty! Man, I, I, was like, what, I was like, what the fuck was that? Where have you been? <laughs> he's like, a, like, he's like a young Paul Smith. <laughs> I know quite a few Paul Smiths, so you're going to be uh, a mere, <laughs> mere specific. <laughs> You're 50 pence, mate, no 50 grand. <laughs> best, best 50p you ever spent. Uh, fun, fun fact, I was uh, I, when I was when I was 13, I signed for uh, Rangers like one of the boys' clubs. It was they were they were associated, it wasn't the pro youth or anything, but then we did train at the training center or that, but it was it was like connected to, to the club. And my manager had to pay something on the contract, he had to pay two pounds. <laughs> so I had a I had a transfer fee of two pound at one point. Love it, love it. So there, <laughs> two, love it. two 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 pound of what sausage liver? <laughs> <laughs> right, but it'll, 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 I had to, I, I was released the following summer for nothing, so it was never a good investment. By the way, here's an idea, right? Obviously, we were talking about and you know, uh, talking about Gerard's first season there. Jib was alluding to, and, and obviously last year. And then this year, his third season is going to result in the championship, right? We should do either a recorded or a live pod where we talk about Gerard's first season in charge. Then we talk about his second season in charge in another pod. Day and then we do, a, we do a special on the title winning season. How good does that sound? That does, doesn't it? I like that. live. Day live. I'll be on for an hour. After after fifty five, I'll be pissed for about a week. So I'll if I'm if I'm trying to record something, I'll watch it back and overthink it. Whereas if I'm on and I'm live, then that's it's, it's done. Well, what, I was, what I was thinking was, Jeep, if we'd done it in the lead up, then maybe the week leading up to fifty five, it kind of yeah. then culminates with the title. We'll do it. We'll do one for players, Neverton. We'll do a, tav- a Tavernier podcast. Aye, Tavernier special. Glenn Kamara special, and we'll all just have no. 50 grand behind us somewhere. Like exactly. fake, I mean, you know, if not, yeah. get 50 grand line, but we'll just get a, but one of the big, one of the big fake 50 grand checks just wrote it <laughs> to Dundee Football Club. Rob, uh, Bob, Bob the Snob Scotland says pointless as his first two seasons were shit. Well, no, they weren't at all, were they really? Like, <laughs> do you know, what? I mean. Smart? Nah, mate. Honestly, that can't be. That can't be a genuine Rangers fan. You can't. I mean, oh God, honestly, I just don't get that logic. Get a shit. grip. Get a shit. Grip, is played Villarreal in the Europa League groups. I couldn't believe we made the group stages of the Europa League that year. You know exactly. He's got one transfer window. One transfer window, and he gets through. Sorry, Paul. He gets through four qualifiers. Sorry, on you, yeah. mate. No, it's, it's all about the whole point of it. Is it was never a quick fix. It was all about building. They, they, they knew Progress. they were, Yeah, exactly. You lay the foundations. You then put the thing in. And then it's a, bit, it's a bit like building a house. You put the foundations in. You put the walls and the roof on. And then you decorate it to make it what you want. And it's all shiny, all singing, all dancing. And then you get everything in for that party. That's exactly what's going to happen. Three steps. Exactly. And after you've had the party, you don't look at the foundation and say, look, that's shit. <laughs> say, look at the fucking house that's built, baby. <laughs> gone, gone with that logic. Somebody, I think Kenny here has mentioned Ryan Jack, right? Now, Ryan mm. Jack was part of that squad under Pedro Cristina. They get fucked up against Progress. 
Would they be, they be just bin Ryan Jack then? No, we allowed him to progress as a Rangers player. And now he's probably one of the first names on Stephen Gerrard's team sheet when he's fit. That's the point. Yeah, it's been progress. Our full thing has been linked to the word progress. Be it getting fucked after them or be it <laughs> making Coming progress. back and fucking them. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the one thing, if Stephen Gerrard can take us into the Champions League consistently, we don't have to play progress. <laughs> Because they fucking bore me, right? And it was the yeah. most embarrassing night getting fucked out of Luxembourg's version of Kilmarnock. Right? That's where we were, but that honestly, and it wasn't even, it wasn't like a surprising, <laughs> well, it, it, no, it wasn't surprising, but the, it, it was, it, we can't really say it wasn't deserved. Like we were shite. We just won a good team. We'd have a good enough squad. So, so. yes. Correct. Good morning, Ian, from Perth, Ooh. Australia. Over three seasons, Gerard has learned and just made everything better because of his attention to detail and also because he's a staunch-looking human being and he's a magnificent human being. He's a magnificent bastard, Mark, too. And I'm delighted that he's the man who's going to win that title. Anyway, I'm going to wee bit off here. So that's I a goal, then. He does remember the first time they saw him in the tie. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Do you know what they've done at my work, by the way? If Davey's still on this chat, he'd done it. They printed off the picture of Gerard standing in the, the dressing room with a scarf and now the scarf room and all that. And they put it up on my computer. And they, they, they taped it onto my computer and uh, they put Gerard Day. It was the day he actually took over officially. Um, and they put it on, on my computer. And when somebody says to me, You better go and see your computer. Somebody's done something to it. And I thought, Oh no, it's happened. And I went in and there he was staring back at me. <laughs> and, uh, you know they say that it's like love at first sight. I, mate, do you know what it is? It's in my drawer. It's in my drawer. I thought I'd better take it down during lockdown because somebody who's better than I'm the one working on somebody might rip up or something. So I put it in my drawer and locked it out of the road. Keep it Replace it with my name holding the trophy. <laughs> yeah. When 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 Gerald's actually announced, I was actually in holiday in uh, Florida. And I was of course we we knew it was coming because of uh, social media was flipping rife with it, but it's five hour time distance and that sort of stuff. And of course, I logged in and I, and I saw the I saw he'd been he'd been announced as, as a manager. And we went back to the hotel that evening, and um, we're getting ready to go out for some dinner. And of course, I was put, put this, the sports the sports news on. You know, it's full of football and basketball and baseball and all that sort of stuff. Second story up, Stephen Sherrod, new Rangers manager on ESPN, and that was in the states. Yeah, amazing. Worldwide, the man's are. You say that you you knew it was happening because social media was rife, but I, I couldn't believe it until I saw it. And then you saw him getting out of that car. Oh, fucking hell. Callum, Callum, we'll maybe so save this right for another pod, right? Because this would be good, right? But see, as you're saying there, for all people were saying, remember Graham Spears, he looks quietly terrified. Right, that stupid comment that was made, that's new made, made him look like a fucking complete, even a clown, right? But you have to sit and you have to say, right, where could we have went after Kashinia, after Graham Murray? You know, we tried a lot of things, we'd exhausted a lot of things. Going down a youth coach who had pedigree as a player probably was the, you know, it probably was a gamble worth taking at the time, and thankfully it's paid off. But we couldn't get any fucking worse. I don't know if anyone actually remembers when when Pedro left. Were there any names? That were that were highly can kind I of put up there? I well, can't bear actually him, remember. Bear, him, bear in mind, we approached Derek McInnes. Look, we offered oh, Derek McInnes. We offered yeah. Derek McInnes the job. So, I mean, oh, if if I mean, and that's that isn't done to decision making on our part. If he had accepted that role, Gerard wouldn't be here, and I can guarantee Aye. you now, we wouldn't be going for fifty five this year. 
No, mate, you're right. Would we, we be gone, we'd be gone for promotion at the fucking championship? Great <laughs> <laughs> answer to your question where we could have gone if it wasn't Stevie. It would be Andy Considine on the wall for Rangers now. And oh, it's no. to Livingston. Oh, I remember I seen that tweet. It was uh, I think Gerard's very first game was it was it was it Burry we played? I remember I watched aye, it on the ship aye, aye, aye. and all that, and I think we, we won six 0 or something. Somebody said, "Oh, I, can't, I imagine Derek McInnes got the job, but would have been Rangers beat Burry one 0 tonight, considering with a head off your corner." <laughs> 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 oh, it's just. Want. Like that. Just that's I've, I've, if, if you ever if you ever known if you ever known Rangers to dodge such a bullet or, or, and I don't I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. There's no bitterness coming for that in terms of because Derek McInnes rejected the job because at the time when he rejected it, I was like, Jesus Christ, we can't even get an Aberdeen manager. Like, you? you know what I mean? Like it was it was embarrassing, and I and I, I hold no bitterness towards. I mean, I don't like the guy, right? And I and I don't like the fact he done it, but I'm not being bitter about it. It was, I, and I've never known such a bullet to be dodged ever. I think, I think, I think, I think that there's only one uh, bigger bullet that the club has dodged, and that was the fact they didn't say you. I mean, if after two yeah. pounds, we like go for nothing. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been one of the cheeky. guys. I'd be one of the guys. I mean, I'm 28. No, I'd I'd be in my prime then, right? I'd maybe not have as many chins, but but I would. I'd be in that. I'd be in that dressing room. I'd be giving them the the prep talk. Like, do you know who you're fucking playing for? We'd all be singing one of our own. Yeah, exactly. Own. <laughs> he may be shit, but he's one of our own. I'd just be another Andy Halliday in that fucking dressing room, man. <laughs> By the way, we need guys like that. We needed Andy Halliday through the through the shit yeah, that we had as well. Prefer, um, preferably, they can play a wee bit of football as well. Which I, are. I remember <laughs> sitting the night and McInnes rejected this lads right and saying, "Criticising our board on social media Aye, for no way to get that over the line," you know. Yeah. And I thought to myself, "Where are we going for here, man? We can't even put a foundation in place to try and stop them and get fifty-five. And here That's we go. And then, and then when Gerald came round, a lot of people were saying, "Listen." This is this is a fucking gamble. Do you know what? That's where we had to turn to at the time. You know, and it's, I don't mean any disrespect to Gerald in saying that because it's a major coup for Rangers to get somebody like that involved with our club. I still can't believe he's a Rangers manager, to be honest with you, regardless of experience. But it's tremendous that, that we did turn that and, we, and and we've backed him. And that's where the board deserve major credit. You know, probably more than anything is that they've backed this guy and they've given him the opportunity to shine and now it's paying off. I think I said I said I, I, sorry, I said I said the we on the chase uh, podcast when he was announced. I said it's a it's a massive gamble. It is a massive gamble. But what he can bring, what he lacks in experience, he will bring in attracting players. People players will want to play for Stephen Gerrard. His name carries so much weight, not only in the playing field but also commercially. And it's not, and it's and that's it's borne out to be that case. You know, players want to come and they want to play for Stephen Gerrard. They want to play for Rangers. They want to play for Stephen Gerrard. And what he's bringing in commercially and money wise is fantastic as well. I mean, but we I, we will go into that on the this other Stephen Gerrard podcast we're going to do. I'll go I'll go deeper into that. But that's just a sort of brushing over it. Well, it'll just be us four sitting with semis or Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> It's a good point, though, because if you you can imagine we phoned up Jermaine Defoe and said, look, we want you to come and play in a Derek McInnes Rangers team. You'd be saying, right, first of all, who the fuck's who? that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's un- the worst thing is I uh, I don't want to do myself a, a disservice. I'm going to get pelters. I would have taken him at that time because I thought... Yeah, we all would have. Yeah, we all would have. It's, it's so the next. 
the next biggest team in Scotland who aren't filthy. And you, well, they are kinda. But, uh, okay. I think. How oh, filthy? But they're not that filthy. <laughs> You've got to watch what you're saying because you're I up there. Know, I, just, oh. I, I know I'm at an undisclosed location. Don't be saying up up anywhere. I'm like Baz. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I am. It's, it's real. It's the uh, oh, yeah, I would have taken them. Shifted. <laughs> See that's a that that's another that's another point in terms of that comment. Uh, the interest down here in England is uh, because of Gerard is huge. Like that that's the impact it has as well. Do you know that it has it has that that thing that everybody's like? I wonder how Stephen Gerrard's getting on up in Scotland. Like it was it was a fantastic appointment. It really was. But this is for the Gerard episode. This is yeah. for the Gerard episode. The Chronicles, the Gerard Chronicles. That's what this is for. You know. Oh, for God's sake. I was just, it was because I was sitting thinking too hard about a direct McKinnis Rangers. I think logic must have gone out the window when. <laughs> you were sitting there hard that. thinking about Derek McKinnis Rangers. I just, I don't understand. Can you imagine what listening to the press conference that we got beat 2 1 off them and Derek McKinnis saying we played well, it was a close game. Fuck off. I, I'm glad I'm not in charge at Rangers. <laughs> Basically, I think what we've given everybody there is a wee insight into what's coming up um, where Stephen Gerrard chronicles episodes, the Gerrard years, whatever you want to call it. And we are going to do that because I think we're all interested and I think there'll be a demand today. And I think we've all got our own stories of where we're were you studying. When Stephen Gerrard was announced as the Rangers manager, that'll be the question that gets asked. Mm. The soonest thing is, is, is still going with some bears. You know, remember that day we signed Morris Johnson? You remember that day we signed, I'll be appointed Graham Soonest? This is maybe no Paul's generation, but my, <laughs> my generation, our generation, lads, uh, Graham Soonest. Um, and I've loved every minute. Even when we've been, sh- we've not been shite, but even when we've not won the league, I've still loved it. I still think there's been positives to our team and to our club. And now it's culminating in the championship this year. And I, 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 somebody put a comment on saying, This is brilliant. Four Bears, so listening to Four Bears talking about the club. And that is ultimately what we descended what we <laughs> into there. And yeah. that's, that's just it, guys. That's that's what it means to everybody, I think. We obviously have a position here through the pod where we can sit and talk and people get to listen to it, and, and it's great. But as we're all having conversations on Twitter with each other and interacting with each other, we're all just saying the same things. We have months of happiness that are ahead of us, and let's enjoy it as best we possibly can, right. because as Callum says, we deserve this. That's exactly what I was going to say again. I'm thinking about uh, people, you know, like CJ, who have who have put out a video regardless of the result and thinking about whether yep. or not I don't think I could personally do that fair enough if you're I a lot more than I am but CJ <laughs> I, I've watched his videos for years and you just think by fuck we deserve this because you yep. think of the shit that we've got you see a broken man in the cameras in some of his videos and now there's no one that can tell us to keep the noise down because the, the shit that we've lived through and I'm, I'm too young. I've lived through as much shit as I have in a game of football. So, yep. yes, we will make noise for 55. Quality. I think we'll wrap it up there. I think we've we've teased the Gerard stuff enough. Yeah. How that. long? How how long? How long were we talking there off topic, completely unscripted? 
about what, half an that's hour. That's the best way, that's, mate. That's do you know what it is, way. isn't it? Like, see, but see that way when you just get into something and you just get it's like sitting in the pub talking to your mates, isn't it? Correct, mate. Correct. Right. And I try, I try my best to to you come up with a structure for the show and you came up with points to bring up to talk to. And I think I have my notepad there that I sit and write things down on. But see, to be right. brutally honest, you see when you strip it back and just as we are the day, four four beers talking about the love of the club. Followed by so many viewers that are actually commenting and contributing that we can bring up as well. That is what it's all about. It is a huge family, sometimes a dysfunctional family, but a family nonetheless. And I just cannot wait. <laughs> Maggie says, 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 I didn't realise we were going off script. I, 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 don't worry, Calum. I was the same. My, my script simply said "slag all the other cunts." Um, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I just say it's going talking about um, the people who are not just us four here, but all the people involved in the chat, sending points in. I, I, I look at the chat on the right hand side of the screen here, where it is on me, and it's they're not just sending questions to us here. They're actually in conversation with each other, discussing right. points that we've raised and other points, and they're all chatting as well. So we're creating a lovely community here, and we love you all for joining us. I think I'll, I'll just... Me. Sorry. On you go, man. Sorry, mate. On you go. I was just going to say, I'm going to kind of add to that as well, because um, obviously life is really quite like, difficult now, away from football and stuff, in terms of lockdown and that. And I was really looking forward to come on, coming on this tonight and just having guys that you can that obviously share the same passion that you do. Um, and I hope you guys in the chat kind of feel that as well because, like, obviously, let me do value your comments. I mean, quite honestly, we wouldn't do this if you guys were there, if you guys were coming on to watch it. And um, and the fact that you have a place to go where you can get involved and and feel like you are a part of something because everybody is. Um, like I, I, I hope you get the benefits out of that, like what we do as well, because it is like really difficult times that we're living in the now, and it's just, I think it's just important to have some sort of community like that. And when I first started doing this, with obviously in the early days, Scott, I, I was, <clears throat> I was well nervous to come on this because it's not something. Obviously, the rest of you are a lot more experienced, but it's just you boil it down to four bears just speaking about the thing that they love most in the world. And it's just, how can you not love this? And to see the chat, I've got the chat on the right as well, to see everybody in conversation about this common love, especially in a shit time, it is, it's it's pretty good. And, and also one of the things I like, and by the way, as you see the different age ranges on the pod and in the comments, right? Because some people, they have you know, profile pictures as their own picture and stuff like that. <clears throat> and it's tremendous to see, um, you know, the different age because as somebody said there, Jim Henry says here, I was on the park at Pataudry when Soonest won the league and I cried and I'll cry when we win 55. And that so I. You're no better than that. It's the point. Okay. There'll be floods uh, for Rangers supporters who remember us at our lowest and that have got us back. And that wee comment there just, just kind of made me, you know, think about that is that the emotion I've already says. I don't care, right? And maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I have my season ticket next to my dad. I always have done. Um, I don't go with my mates. I still go with my old man. And see when that day comes where the official game's there to clinch that title, I'll be with him watching that because we've done it together. We've went for Division 3 right through, you know, to, to getting back to where we should be. And that's 
that's what it's all about. You know, go to the people that you that you have these memories with because that's what we're all about as a club. As I say, they're a family. Before we leave, sad week. As of that wee comment there that just reminded me. You know, we lost a great man. Um, and he's in that wee picture there, if people can see it. Um, absolutely gutted, you know, the, the COVID bastard thing better disappear soon, you know, because we're losing too many people through it. But, you know, guys like that are an inspiration. And I was delighted to see our club guys pay respect to a gentleman mm-hmm. last night wearing black armbands. And I'm absolutely delighted with that because that's what Rangers Football Club's all about again, protecting and, and honouring those who've given the ultimate sacrifice for for us to live day to day. And I was sad to see that this week, but hey, there you go, man. Jim, sorry, mate. I'm 62 and lived through two of their nine in a row. Jesus Christ almighty, Jim. Jim, Jim, you're older, Jim, you're older than me, man. You're, you're most battle-scared than me. It's mad, isn't it? It's absolutely right. mad. Guys, thanks very much. So badly, the age of Rangers players when they say that their favourite player is Alec McCoyst and who did you like when you were younger and it was Loudrip and all that and then there's some folks saying, oh, I like Barry McKay when I was younger. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I do feel like I deserve this to, to grow up with the Rangers team. That I was there watching Ian Black with. pinging balls through to John Daly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing you see, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna show what an old bastard I am. Um I was I was on the terraces in 1974 on my uncle's shoulders, and I've been through the good times and I've been through the bad times, and the youngsters are growing up just now, and I and I can include Callison slightly as well, have never understood what it's like to be really dominant. But now you're going to be, you know, understand what it's like. We're back. We're about. To, we're about to be back in a rightful place. And just it's what I would say to you is, fucking embrace it. Yeah, embrace it. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. We can't wait. We have tried to go, but there's too many comments coming in that. Right, guys, let's, well, let's wrap this up, guys, before it turns into just a fucking ramble. Before we end up greeting, uh, 100% squad <laughs> got to celebrate 55 of the family. My old man passed last week. Sorry to hear that, Alan. Um, Gutted, he won't see his lift the trophy at the end of the season. He he'll, be, he'll see it, mate. He'll see it. He'll Don't worry. Yeah, he'll be there. Um, 64, Constantino's our favourite player. Picking the ball out the hedge. I remember Cammy Bell. <laughs> On that note... We'll put, I, 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 say, I say, guys, we'll have a we'll have a banter years podcast on all right, and we'll go through oh, our favourite yeah. moments. Oh, right? yes. We'll do that. Right? that, we'll that. We'll oh, do absolutely. That. I've even got a T-shirt for that. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, Hope your team wins. Hashtag keep the bar fever on. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.